This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation. The country we now call Australia was built on the stolen lands of hundreds of unique Indigenous nations, and we recognise that as white women, we continue to partake in and benefit from the act of colonisation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Books Up. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Books Up. Was that your sexy voice? Welcome to Book Slut, a podcast bringing erotica out of the gutter and into a snobbier gutter. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Sam. It should go without saying that this podcast is not safe for work, so put your headphones in. Hello. Hi. How are you? I delved into a thing that I've ne- I've never delved into. That sounds really ominous. <laughs> <laughs> what did you delve into? <laughs> I delved into the universe of Harry Potter erotic fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically Harry Potter. Specifically Harry Potter. I thought that I should limit myself to a specific fan fiction. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I mean... Harry Potter. Obviously. Everyone what else is there? There's there's really nothing else to go for. <laughs> um, and so I went straight for Harry Potter, which I didn't realize at the time is actually one of the biggest, if not the biggest, yeah. fan fiction areas, genres. Yeah, sub-genres. I don't I don't know if we call it a genre. I did look up genres of fan fiction, um, or I guess like categories of fan fiction because. So, obviously, what I did was Google best Harry Potter erotic fan fiction. Naturally. To start <laughs> the whole thing. But even just in Googling it, and, you know, I mean, I think we've discussed, like, I don't have that much experience with the online erotic world. Um, came across so many, like, genres mm. and terms yeah. that I had never seen before in my life. I'm now very... Um, Ofe. <laughs> I was I was trying to think of another word. Sorry, just trying to think of another word. That's real triggering. Um, <laughs> no one else will understand that personal joke. <laughs> anyway, now very okay with the term slash. Yes, that's my personal favorite. I just subcategory. don't really get why it's called slash. Oh, I can tell you. Ooh, but maybe before we start. Um, for those who don't know, what is fan fiction? <laughs> Do you know? Was that what that question was? Um, well, from my Wikipediaing, <laughs> yeah, uh, fan fiction is fictional text where the author uses characters that are already in existence from other novels. So it doesn't necessarily have to be erotic. Like, there's a lot of non-erotic. But I think it has really gained notoriety for the erotic content and for the different uh, character combos that you see (laughs) in in a fanfic. And I guess, obviously, the most famous being Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, because that went 
legit. Yeah, went legit. And and I was looking into it and actually a lot of authors started with fanfic. One of the ones that was my personal favourite, Stephen Moffat, who writes... Moffat is a great name, just yeah. to say. <laughs> he writes for Doctor Who. Yeah, right. And he he was like the showrunner for Doctor Who for a very, very long time. And he Not started... No, and he started writing through fanfic with, I think, um, Sherlock Holmes and also Star Trek. Yeah, well, Star Trek was one of the... Wonderful. One of the, like, the very first. I get the star part, and then I always wonder if I'm meant to say Trek or Gate, and I never remember which is the correct one for any particular conversation. Have you watched either before? I've watched both. Okay. I went real into Stargate. Yeah. Once. I'm currently in that. So good. It's so good. It's so good. Star Trek, I've never really, I've never, I don't stand. <laughs> don't try to. <laughs> Damn it. This is the first time I've felt, ever used that. Oh, it felt really forced. <laughs> You're so old. <laughs> I apologize. I'll never <laughs> say it again. <laughs> I just, I've never tried it before. I thought I'd give it a go. Fine. I don't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy Star. Trek. <laughs> I like Stargate though. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. But yeah, Star Trek was like the beginning of the fanfic. Yeah. Sitch. And like people would trade fanfic stories at Comic-Con and yeah. wherever. And that was kind of how it started. And zines, when zines were a thing. Yeah. So 70s and 80s, mm. the, the fanzines were a thing, specifically around Star Trek. And you were wondering before where Slash came from. And that <gasps> term... We've already, we've already got in here. The, that term comes from because um, there was a lot of um, stories around Kirk and Spock. Yeah. And a lot of them were titled like Kirk slash Spock. Mm. And so that that slash um, just sort of caught on to represent any kind of pairing of otherwise heterosexual couples who – heterosexual characters who were then coupled in a in – a, in a, um, in a homosexual sense, yeah. just like shorthand to slash, literally just from the slash between their names. Yeah. So it's not as exciting. <laughs> it's, it's not. And it just, I don't know, it feels a bit murdery to me. That's, that's what I thought when I read yeah. slash. I was like, ooh, we're going to go back to horror. It, a lot of it I was kind of, it sounded a bit murdery to me. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, there's a few kind of, there's a bunch of genres about it that are kind of like, I don't know, a whole range of things, angst, alternate universe, like crossover, dark fic, fix Oh, crossover is in like between different, like yeah, between. taking one character from something, like Hermione fucking. <laughs> wow, you can't even think of another Anything character. Anything Harry Potter. Bella Swan. Uh, yeah, like that. No, I'm just thinking my first. the two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just the two fanfic things that I'm very aware ooh, of. Oh, Hermione fucking Willow would ooh. show up for that. Would stand? Yeah, would stand. <laughs> no, I don't think, no. God, there must be a massive Buffy fanfic. Yeah. Sure. Surely. Um, That's what I'm doing later tonight. Yeah, and then like fix fic, which I thought was really interesting, where like, People take the story. They didn't enjoy the story that the author made, so they fix it up. And um, a lot of it is called, like, so shipping was the one that I – I feel like people say this now just in normal conversation, and I don't know if this came up 
because of fanfic or fanfic is titled it because of normal conversation, but it's like romance. So like a relationship. Oh. So it's saying like, yeah, a relationship between two or more characters from the original. So yeah, shipping essentially is just something that has a relationship as the center of the story. Yeah. Which a lot of them kind of call themselves. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then smart. Excellent. Which means that it's a little bit sexy. Just a little bit. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so I looked into a bunch of them and I, because a lot of them are quite short, you know, like it can go from these short things or they can go a bit more long form or whatever. I got really into a long form one, which was the one that I was reading today okay. that I lost track of time reading. Um, which is the main one that, like, I'm kind of going to go into. I didn't finish it because I didn't have enough time, but I was like, interesting. But there seemed to be certain, like, characteristics of, of characters that people really like to pair. I mean, always the main character is going to pair with a bunch of other people. But I think the Harry Potter universe is really interesting in that they pair lots of different people together and particularly like there's a lot of stuff with like Hermione and Ginny which is fucking great excellent pairing and Hermione Ginny and Luna oh the dream threesome (laughs) I know it's really like the Hermione Ginny Luna stuff that I read I was (laughs) like all right I can get on board you know they go into Beltane and like Ginny's always this like funny, sassy, sexy chick and Hermione's always a bit like bookish and a bit like, oh, I don't know about the threesome. And then Luna's just like, oh, this is great. I'm just naked all the time. Oh, yeah. You'd be spacey as fuck. Yeah. And it's just, um, it's quite interesting. There's a lot of Harry and Draco. Oh, yeah. um, A lot of Lupin and Sirius. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that because they always kind of like fatherly characters but to harry not yeah. to each other no 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 not to, <laughs> to me as a reader fathers have sex too sam i know <laughs> i don't want to think about it too much it's like daddy on daddy no <laughs> although oh, lupin's pretty hot though yeah right i'm more on board with lupin than with sirius i know sirius is i mean ugh. yeah who who would be your like combo excellent excellent question i'm unprepared (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm intrigued but i'm very intrigued by the hermione Ginny luna three-way i hadn't thought about that before hermione Ginny is an obvious one Mm. (sighs) but i feel like there's more creative combos than that you know and this is something that i actually had a problem with now that i consider myself somewhat of an expert of harry potter (laughs) (laughs) yeah not enough use of sexy spells Mm. Like, you're a wizard, Harry. Use your spells. <laughs> like, there's gotta be some sort of sexy spell. You know, the, like, the, the most spellmanship that I saw was all to do with, like, lubing stuff. Alright, yeah, okay. But also, like, cleaning things up. Oh, like, I mean, I guess that's, you know, if you want to reduce anything, it's the admin of sex. <laughs> Yeah, if there's any part of the sex that you want to get rid of, it's like, oh, I'm glad I don't have to lay a towel down because I can just zhuzh it away. Zhuzh it away. I don't even know what spell that would be. Scourgeify. Ah, oh, yeah. I do know what spell Excellent that would be. Harry Potter <laughs> trivia. Thank you. Uh, we're really going to reveal ourselves as Harry Potter fans. Yeah, really. Um, 
I haven't read a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction, but I did read one recently and the spell that they used in it that I find alarming was that Hermione was using a spell that was to um, remove the hair from her vulva. Oh. And I was like, who the fuck is writing this? <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. I, yeah. I do. So um, the one that I read, the long form one that I read, was Hermione and Snape. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and it was like Hermione was 27. I don't know, Snape didn't die in this universe. So it was an, it was an AU. It was an alternate universe. Yep. I'm hip with the lingo. Also, I like that they're older. This is something that I find a bit challenging around Harry Potter because obviously a lot of them are underage. They were underage at the time. But I like that in fanfic you can kind of like bend the rules in whatever way you want. Yeah. And a lot of them do recast them as um, older characters if they're uncomfortable with it. And I think I think that's kind of the thing about fanfic that when I started actually researching it, I was like – yeah, like this makes sense. This is a it's mainly women and um I have like some stats on it about you know, I think uh one of the major fanfic websites said that it was seventy eight percent of their mm. new subscribers were women. Yeah. Um yeah, but, similar things. but also I think they said that six percent identified as genderqueer. Oh great. and four percent identified as men. So they had a higher percentage of people identifying as genderqueer than they did people identifying as male, which is kind of amazing. Um, But a lot of what I was reading about fan fiction generally was saying that it actually creates a space for people to explore different non-heterosexual, like they can make Hermione Granger black if they want, or they can, you know, they can do whatever they want with it. And it actually takes these stories who are which are mostly white mostly heterosexual and turns them into these completely different things which is why so much of fan fiction is about homosexual relationships totally and if it is a heterosexual relationship it's something that is not like the mainstream yeah sexual thing what i love about that is that like in the face of still to this day pop culture that is just pervasively heteronormative, white, very vanilla, sex is portrayed in a very sort of mundane um, and often patriarchal way, fan fiction kind of flies in the face of that. And it's like, well, if you can't create content that is going to satisfy what I'm looking for, not just to, to satisfy whatever, you know, desires I have, but also just like from representation point of view, it's like, well, I'm just going to take it into my own hands. Fuck you. Yeah. And I think it's great that, like, and it's very telling that, so the one that I was saying that was um, the statistics that said that six were genderqueer and, and male were 4% is one of the major fanfic sites that's called Archive of Our Own, yeah. which is so obviously, uh, you know, hark back to Virginia Woolf yeah. and just, like, sets itself up as this space that is, and I, and... The word that I kept on coming across was like transformative fandom. Yeah. So they're actually they're they're creating this transformative open space that they can talk about these things and they can yeah. they can deal with these things, which I thought like is really kind of crazy. And the stats that I had as well was like there's over this was a thing written in 2016 that said there's over seven hundred and fifty nine thousand Harry Potter related fanfics on fanfiction.net. 
That's which a is lot. The most on the <laughs> side, and Twilight is the second, which has over two hundred nineteen thousand. So there's like Harry Potter has five hundred thousand on that, which is the second most written about. Yeah. Like it's crazy that this book has captured people's imagination in in the way that they want to kind of continue the story and I I think I read something where someone was saying a lot of it also had to do with the fact that the books came out relatively slowly and so a lot of these fanfics came up to like fill the gaps to fill the gaps and also to be like this is what could happen you know obviously not focusing on the erotic side of it just the fanfic side of it yeah I kind of love that part of fanfic like this idea of like well what if this happened or what if that happened like that kind of exploratory element of it I think is really fun and playful and creative yeah I think it can be I mean it's it's a weird place it is a weird place (laughs) but you know what I also think is cool like it's not aside from the ones who have flipped over to being like professional writers and whatnot it's not a commercial space for the most part it's very community-based no one's really making money off it um, and so it, there is like quite a strong sense of community there. I don't claim to be part of that community, <laughs> but, um, I admire that people are able to find these little corners of the internet and little like weird niches that they're, that they're so into that they're willing to sit down and write something for no income. Yeah. And they all like take part in that. It's and also cool. it's also, it kind of builds into this, this bigger story of like fandom, which I think we can get into a, a bit later about, you know why it is that women are attracted to this this kind of fandom and and men so often are attracted to a different kind of fandom yeah. the like camping out the costume making the you know all of these things and and whereas women are kind of focused on these things also interesting that fan fiction is obviously built around a lot of fantasy and sci-fi but you don't see many things about, say, Dune or Isaac Asimov or, mm. like, these these major sci-fi names in fan fiction. And I wonder if that's just to do with the fact that they're, like, old white dudes who don't really like these people. So the other thing that they were saying is that this 78% of users who chose to disclose their gender, which is also important to note, yeah. um, that were female – they largely range between 13 and 17 years old. Yeah, right, okay. So, yep. again, when you're talking about them, like, changing the ages of people, as like, but also these people writing are yeah. between 13 and 17. Like, yep. that's like, they're probably writing about either things that they want to happen or that are happening or that yeah. may happen in the future, you know? I mean, as far as, like, if exploration of your sexuality as a teen it seems to me as like quite a wholesome way to explore your sexuality. Just like sit down and write a fictional story about your favorite book characters. Like, I don't know if I had a kid and I found that out, I'd be like, well, it's pretty creative. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was challenged. There was some challenging okay. things that I read, uh, when I was looking at these ones of, uh, the main kind of couples essentially is what, all of these articles that talk about the best Harry Potter fan fiction talk about are like the main couples that everybody loves and that write about all the time. Yeah. Um, it was kind of all, you know, as to be expected. And then you get to, I read a, an erotic fan fiction about the giant squid <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. and Hogwarts. Oh, so the giant squid having sex with Hogwarts. No, I, I love that. I'm 
Did you read it? Oh yeah, I read it. Oh good. Oh, I read it. I there was a lot of there was a lot of ink <laughs> getting <gasps> getting spilt, like the squid's tentacles filling the hallways. Oh yeah. Of of Hogwarts (laughs) imagery yeah it was so that one I was like okay you know also this is my other thing about the Harry Potter thing not enough magical creatures I would say yeah like what about for Firenze oh yeah like he was a 10 out of 10 babe yeah like why wouldn't you sort some shit out with that I would uh, centaur on centaur I'm okay or centaur on other magical creature but how I don't know I guess again, and we come back to this all the time. He's a consenting, pushing boundaries, conscientious adult. He's half horse. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, his brain is human. I get umbrage about this, (laughs) but that means he's got a horse penis. I know the horse penis thing is confronting. I think the horse penis is is the main thing. Like I'd make out with it, Renze. Don't don't get me wrong. Right, but uh, that's I'd probably (laughs) probably call it. Like, I'm glad we've got these lines. Like, you know, I just think, Ascent? No, that's a dumb question. What? I was going to say, are centaurs like their own species? Like, in, in mythology, they're not created from, like, a human sleeping with a horse. They're their own. No, I think they're their own species. <laughs> so, the one that confronted me that I do have some quotes from, Drapple. Have you heard of Drapple? No. It's apparently Tom Felton. Is that yep. Draco's? Yeah. Tom Felton's favorite relationship combo of the fanfic thing. Because this is the other thing. People, authors and the people that create these have a very, like, strenuous relationship with fanfic. Um either being like this is copyright this is you know my characters and you know you shouldn't be using them in this way or alternatively supporting them and being yeah. like I yeah. find it great and and like JK Rowling is kind of half half she was very I support this and whatever Unless it's trans. Trans. I was about to say I also feel like we should probably have a little thing here about how JK Rowling has really sucked she's really let Everyone down. Yeah. Unless you're in the turf community. Yeah. So, you know, we're we're Harry Potter fans, but we're not J.K. Rowling fans. Which is challenging, right? And I I think that we've had this conversation before about Buffy when um, some stuff came up out around Joss Whedon being a bit shit to his ex-wife or something. Mm, Yeah. And all these conversations around, like, can you separate the – the art from the artist and whatnot. And it, I think it gets really tricky. I struggle because I'm not ready to let Harry Potter go. <laughs> I think it's, I think with Harry Potter as well, it's kind of interesting because I don't really see myself, although we did just, my sisters and I did just buy tickets to the cursed child, but I don't see myself um, spending much more money on the franchise. No, I downloaded the audiobooks when back in the day when you could download <laughs> things. I mean, no, no I, I didn't. didn't. <laughs> Yeah, so I think like Harry Potter for me is a nostalgic thing. Yes, yeah, um, that I'm kind of I'm done with 
as as an adult. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be, yeah, giving a lot more money to the franchise. Also, check out Rowling, just stop. Like, yeah, really. You've created just an amazing world. There's no need to keep – stop telling us anything. Like, stop <laughs> tweeting stop. about anything ever. Yeah. There's no need. No. But Drapple. Okay, what's that? What is that combo? Draco Malfoy and an apple. <laughs> and that way, this is Tom Felton's favorite. Yeah, big respect for that. <laughs> but also very, very, <laughs> very present. It's a, it's a, it's an option. Like it's a legitimate option to read multiple things about Draco Malfoy and an apple. And I. <laughs> Sorry, like, is he fucking the apple? Oh, yeah. He's not only, so I'll read some clips. He's not only fucking the apple, he's getting fucked by the apple. Not a sentient apple, like, literally just an apple. Right. And can I say, I read this. I love that we've got to the point in our conversations now where you have to clarify whether or not the apple was sentient (laughs) or not. Anyway, go on. I read it. And it brought out a thing for me that, like, I just assumed the apple was red. Oh, I see. I immediately went to Granny Smith. No, oh, see, you are much more in tune with Drapple than I am. Oh, I went a red apple. I just thought. Do you prefer red apples? I only? do prefer see, red I'm apples. A, I love a Granny but Smith. But I also just think a red apple is, like, it's sexier as an apple. You're right. Because <laughs> I also don't like to think. I love Granny Smiths. I don't want to think of them in that way. They're also quite bitter. They're cooking apples, you know? Well, so in this story, so the, the article was like, here's the best Drapple story. So I'll, I'll check that one out. Oh, in this story, Draco Malfoy is actually with Hermione. Mm-hmm. They're still at school, but they just meet up in the bathroom to fuck sometimes. And it's like, it's secret, but they, they're really into each other kind of stuff, right? Oh, I love, I'm on, I'm on board with that. Also, side note, every single fanfic erotic fanfic that i read that dealt with hermione particularly like later on when she was older shat all over ron and it was my favorite part of any of the stories it was always like ron had a tiny dick ron never made me come ron Ron was selfish in bed yes like everywhere else it was so good i was like oh i'm here for shitting on ron Worst character. But not literally because there's probably a fanfic about it. And he might like it, you know. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, you're right. So, uh, do you also know, sorry, this is also just from my notes from this, from this story. Do you know what swatty means? No. I don't, I I didn't look it up. I was just wondering if, if you would know. It was, it was a, it was a line and, and I don't know what it is. Mm. And so, but anyway, it was used to describe the apple. So I was interested. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it's not a sex term. It's an apple term. No, I think it might be like a sexy description. What did you say? Swatty. Swatty. Yeah. Like S-W-O-T-T-Y. I mean, I'm looking it up, but go, go. (laughs) Yeah. So. Massaging the wound he had made on his new lover and discreetly bringing the wonderful taste to his lips, sucking his fingers in a way he hoped to look thoughtful and not orgasmic. I have a comment here that just says, ew. (laughs) (laughs) So he like bit into the apple and like wound. I just think from a like OH&S standpoint, you don't want to finger a bitten apple and then like eat it again, you know? Like once you've bitten it and it's gone like brown and gross, I don't want to touch it. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it. Like you've only got limited amount of time to have sex with an apple. <laughs> it's 
where I'm getting here. You're right. Before it gets brown and nasty. Yeah, nobody wants that. Um, Except Draco. Hungrily, he lifted the apple to his mouth, admiring the coarse texture of its flesh against his slimy seed. Oh, yeah, he's come in the apple by this point. Oh, wait. Oh, what? Yeah, sorry. I, I skipped all of that bit because it just, like, didn't interest me as much. It's essentially what it says on the label. He, like, bites a hole in the apple and then he fucks an apple. That wouldn't even feel good. Like, I... I know, this is what I thought as well. Like an apple's not it's not it's not warm. Especially if it's a Granny Smith, they're notoriously it's crispy. crispy. <laughs> it's gonna cut you up. Ew. So lifted the apple to his mouth, admiring the coarse texture of its flesh against his slimy seed, he bit, savoring how bitter how his bitter seed coated the already moist apple. Uh. So he's like eating his cum on an apple. That's Okay, so the fact that this exists, I mean, either there must be a part of it that's satire, but there must also surely be people who are writing this who are like, damn. His next natural thought is he had put his seed in the apple. Why could the apple not put its seed in him? Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Using his wand to cover the core with an oily lube he used with Hermione, in brackets, that girl never got wet enough for him. Let's pause there. Let's not shame people. Fuck you, Draco. <laughs> like, if you need to, you should use lube. Just use Let's de-stigmatize lube. lube, please. Yes. Like, why is it that, you know, you just need to say hello to a girl and apparently they need to be gushing for you and yeah, anything the, else the... is not enough. Maybe you're not working hard enough. Draco? Yeah. Do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. I don't like the obnoxious attitude of Draco in this in this sentiment. Yeah. But anyway, he gets his own. So that that's oh. a side note. Foreshadowing. Bracing himself for the onslaught of pain. Oh no. Draco carefully pressed one end of the seamless core to his virgin hole, recalling to mind the exquisite taste of the apple as he forced the core in with one fell thrust. He cried as two more seeds dislodged inside of him and a squirt of his own seed, a lot of seed in this, began to trickle down to the bathroom floor. He wasn't alive anymore. He had died and gone to heaven. This was surely the most blissful thing. And then... Oh, God, can you keep going? Hermione walks in. Okay. Sees him. With an apple apple on his butt. Which is shocking for anybody, can I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not what you expect. The bloody apple core. This is this is the last oh, sentence. It's, oh, Abby, it's poetic. The last sentence. The bloody apple core fell to the ground, and the single tear rolled down the hard surface of his heart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh no! It fell out of his ass. <laughs> I don't think that's got a loose sphincter. <laughs> oh, I'm not comfortable with what you just read to me. <laughs> I didn't. I love the play on seed, though. Big fan for that. I think that should be a more fruit-related porn. <laughs> that was some. Um, that was something. Mm. Um, I. Uh, not what I was imagining to talk about tonight. That's for sure. I don't really know what to say about it. <laughs> to be honest. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> like someone's, someone's waking off to that. And that's fine. Like, absolutely whatever gets you going. But the, I guess part of this podcast that I find fascinating is just, like, it expands my scope of what human sexuality can entail. Yeah. Like, that is some creative shit. Yeah. Also, of all the shapes to shove up your ass, like an, an apple, apple core. Painful. <sighs> and I just feel like... Butt plugs surely exist in the wizarding world. Make one. All you want. <laughs> it's kind of, well, not perfect, but you know, it's... Also, why don't people use wands as vibrators? Oh, yeah. Surely there must be... Someone's writing fanfic about a wand. A wand? A wand. Okay, Grindelwald. <laughs> a wand being a vibrator, or at least a dildo. Yeah, I think, so I read this other one that was about Percy. There's a lot about Percy and Hermione as well. Oh, now see, I'm not, I'm not here for that because they're both a bit too uptight. uptight. Yeah. yeah. I, I need the contrast. Um, surely there must be, you mentioned Grindelwald, there must be Grindelwald Dumbledore. Dumbledore, there must be. I, yeah, didn't come, didn't come upon it. Given that um, J.K. Rowling is really talented at queer baiting, it doesn't surprise me that there's, also, like, people have taken to fanfic to, to act that out. Like, if you're going to mm. lay, lay the groundwork and not leave any, any like, meaningful queer representation, then, of course, people are going to put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, let's be real. Grindelwald and, and Dumbledore were absolute lovers, right? Yeah. 100%. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. All right. What else did you read? What else have you read? So the one that I read that I was quite enjoying is called Getting Personal. It's by Oracle Obscured. Mm-hmm. And it's about Hermione, older Hermione and Snape. Excellent. And um, I didn't quite get to the part that explained why Snape had survived. But, but anyway, he's alive and she's alive. And um, she puts an ad in a personal, a personal ad. I don't know. How does this work? like in like the daily profit yeah in the day literally in the daily profit she puts a an ad in the personals yeah um because the wizarding world doesn't have any kind of modern technology this is the thing that weirds me out about the wizarding world you can use a pen yeah and also they give themselves like names so she's called he's called like sir 60 and she's called Book Girl Seventy Nine. So like, like online names. Yeah, like online names, but they're owling each other. It's like you guys realize that computers exist, right? Also, like, does we... magic not have a faster way? <laughs> Owls. <laughs> you could apparate to each other. And you know what? You know that scene where they're in the Ministry of Magic and they have the memos that are all like self-flying yeah. little aeroplanes. Owls are obsolete. <laughs> Owls are so obsolete. Why do we have them? And also, if your familiar is an owl, it's like a two-in-one deal. You've yeah. got, like, both your familiar and something that flies your shit for you. Like, yeah. poor Neville had a fucking toad. Yeah, that ain't doing shit. What's that doing? 
I hope it's not participating in fanfic. <laughs> Probably. I just had an idea. All right. Uh, Porky, not Porky. Um, what's the thing when you go through the fire? The flu network. Flu network glory holes. <laughs> oh my god, what? That's just... That's, that's just popped that's into your How would it work? Well, you know how, like, Sirius puts his face into the Flu Network to, like, communicate with Harry? I just heard Sirius Pussy? <laughs> no, Sirius puts his face <laughs> yep. into a fire mm-hmm. to communicate with Harry. Yeah, you put your dick in the fire. Well, you could just, like, Sirius... I got my dick in a fire... <laughs> Yeah, you could you could have long distance. What I'm saying is, a long distance relationship is suddenly much easier if you can just fuck through a through the flu network. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> could they touch Sirius's face though, or was it because it was literally the coals? I mean, look, if you shove <laughs> apple cores up your ass, maybe you're oh, into it. Are off. I just it's why an not idea. fuck a fire dick? <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. mean, people have like heated lube and stuff yeah but i don't think it's heated to the point of naked flame yeah okay Okay. shut it down (laughs) no i think you're onto something i think it could be a it could be a thing maybe i should get into fanfic yeah you should see if this is already being taken (laughs) okay Okay, tell me more about hermione and stuff oh yeah so um so she puts an ad and then he's all like oh but it's like i want to be spanked that's her thing excellent she's like i want to be spanked and he's he's all like, ooh, this is interesting. Like, this is something that I'm into as well because yeah. it's Snape. And, of course he is. And she's looking for an older man. Of course she is. So she's like 27 and he's as like As if she doesn't have like – as that like um, that like student sort of like trying to please the authorities. She would totally be Well, they that. play into this. Like, oh. this is the thing that I quite enjoyed about it is that they talk about like – so she's like, I want someone to – to spank me and to dom like to dominate me but I also want to be able to trust them I want them to like hug me afterwards she's very upfront about well, she knows what like, she wants yeah yes Hermione and so and he's all like super respectful um and just kind of like as goes a, for it as a side note um to that one of the things that I was was reading about with with, with the fanfic communities is um, they're quite a lot of them, not all of them. I won't speak for all of them, but a lot of them are quite progressive when it comes to uh, involving consent in a constructive, sexy way in the story. Yeah, and I think that that's excellent because I think so often, like we're talking more and more about consent, um, you know, in, in general conversation um, these days. But I think what gets left out is like that can be a very sort of sexy act, and so I think it's great that that um, people in the fanfic community are, are embracing that. And also, like, uh, content warnings and trigger warnings and stuff, they they were really early adopters mm. of that, which is cool. Yeah. So I like that they've worked into this story, like Hermione being like, this is what I want, and state being respectful of that. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's this whole thing. They also get into the fact of, like, the final battle and how um, she's going to therapy. Like, he literally is like – Oh, you know, because she's saying she has to, she's working some stuff out, and because they get into this whole psychoanalysis of why she likes being dominated and and all of this, and and he talks about the final battle, and he goes, you know, like, are you sleeping well? 
are you seeing someone? And she's like, actually, yeah, I'm seeing a therapist. I've been seeing her for the past year. I'm really working out this stuff. And it was just this real beautiful, like, you know. People can't see me, like, clutching my heart. (laughs) I fucking love Snape. Like, it's just, Snape in the books is essentially an abusive asshole who should never have been let near children. Sure. Let's be real. Like, he is a dickhead. Yeah. And, like, no amount of redemption arc can really save him. I just love that chapter. You know I love that I know. Chapter. I know you do, but I just feel like someone needs to tell you that he <laughs> is objectively a terrible person. Ugh, okay. But this whole thing is that, like, he has grown since this time, and he's really, like, come to terms with himself and, and blah, blah, blah. So, um, as I said, I didn't get to the end of it, but what happens is they meet up at a masquerade, and then they have sex. The sexiest of all. <laughs> I mean, it is. I feel like there's a lot of sexy things that happen at the masquerade. They have sex. and Well, they don't actually have sex. Because he's like, no, you know, I just want... Because it was like a, a job trial, essentially. Oh. Where, yeah. she, where she was like, this is what I want. And he was like, okay, well, let's meet up. And they were like, let's do it at the masquerade so we don't know who each other are. So they don't know. Oh. Sorry, I didn't say that. She doesn't know that it's Snape. He doesn't know that she's Hermione. And they go to this masquerade and they just have this great time. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells her to like take her undies off and then they, you know, she walks around without hot. her underwear. Love it. Super hot. Yeah. It was like quite hot. And um, and then he like spanks her and makes her come like three times or something. But to go back to like what we're saying about the whole lube thing constantly talking about and I would be very interested to see if Oracle Obscured is I assume a woman but who knows constantly talking about how wet Hermione is I'm so bored of that constantly so it was this whole thing of like when they're psychoanalyzing each other there's also some sexy talk and then Snape's also really down on himself Okay. Of being like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm quite unattractive and blah blah blah. Oh but, Alan Rickman. <laughs> this was Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the joke about the turtle. So she says, You tell me you're unattractive and sarcastic, but then you write things that make me wetter than the English channel. <laughs> Oh, okay. And then there's another one. I've just basically written a bunch of quotes about Hermione being wet, which kind of made me feel a bit weird. But if her slit got any wetter... Oh, slit! I didn't know. <laughs> Why do we have to use the term slit? It's not a slit. It's not. A slit is like something in a piggy bank. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. and you're not going to fuck a piggy bank. Well... I mean, you, you, I don't think you could... <laughs> Maybe from the little like pop out hole. Oh yeah, to like where you get the money, but not from where you put I the money. I'm thinking of Paul, like the the piggy bank the from Toy pig. Story. Oh, no. I bet there's some fans think about be. that. hundred percent would be. So yeah, so she says, um, if her slit got any wetter, she was going to leave a puddle on the floor. Right. It's just not going to happen. And also I'm just, sorry. I check out and like whatever. If anybody believes. That any woman is ever going to create enough lubrication to create a literal puddle on the floor, it ain't happening. Even if you squirt. Well, I mean, maybe. Well, someone needs to tell me if they've ever created a puddle. Enough to slip on, surely. (laughs) 
And then, so they just had some things of like, there were some great lines. I appreciated a few of the lines in here. It was like, so they're talking about Hermione's only been with four people and she was like, none of them really did me any good. Oh, who were they? Ron? Ron doesn't go into Neville, who else. surely. You reckon? Ooh. Neville and Hermione is another thing, as well as like Neville and Luna, I think. Neville and a few people are a thing, are a relationship thing. Okay. Yeah. I'd fuck Neggle. <laughs> I absolutely, especially like the, at the, the end. The last, yeah. He really comes into his own there. I feel like I'd have sex with ne- Neville also, when I was like a nerd. You know what I remember? I think maybe you were there. This is a bit of a sidebar, but we're going there anyway. Uh, we went to this event where they were talking about Harry Potter character, like they're, they're the best. Oh, yeah, the, the hero. Yeah, the hero. I bought you that for your birthday. So good. And I remember, I think it was Clementine Ford was talking about Neville and how um, he was so excellent because he was like, he did it, he did good things not looking for praise. Just to mm. do good things. And that has stuck with me. He was a good so, guy. Such a good guy. Literally, like, way better than Harry or Ron. Harry and Ron can suck each other's And they will. <laughs> and we'll get to that. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even read anything about Harry and Ron. If it had Harry or Ron in it, I was oh, like, I'm out. Cool. I don't care. Also, Harry would be like, oh, am I like Voldemort? <laughs> Harry and Voldemort. Oh, uh, that I could probably that would with. that would be so close to like having sex with yourself. I feel he's a Horcrux. Like Voldemort yeah, having true. sex with his Horcruxes. Whoa, a Horcrux orgy! <laughs> my God, Nagini! <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot that's, to take. That's in. a lot. Um, so then they're talking about this whole thing of like how many sexual partners you've had and. Snape was all like, oh, I've had, like, one-on-one dominant relationships with, with like, four people or something. <gasps> Snape and McGonagall. Oh, yes. Sorry, I'm, my brain is on fire. Go on. <laughs> anyway, Hermione says some great lines, like, talking about, so he's like, why don't you hook up with people and whatever, and she says, if I'm going to spend the night getting myself off either way, I figured it would be easier if I just stayed home. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Hermione! <laughs> Fuck! That's... <laughs> Whoever's writing that, that's some that's some real talk. I know, so good. And then so like this whole thing happens, he spanks her, and it's this it's like it's a really interesting thing of this consent. Like he goes harder and goes faster and all of this, but every single time it's like, this is what I'm gonna do. You know, and they have a safe yeah. word and her safe word is quaffle, which is oh. like But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Putting that to the side. I think my safe word might be Hufflepuff. Ooh, but wouldn't you, you would say Huff, I mean, you're probably not in sex. Women are, <laughs> <laughs> women are Hufflepuff, <laughs> I think my safe word would be, nope. Mischief managed. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> what if your safe word was a spell? And you accidentally spelled your partner. Jeez. <laughs> like, what if you were like, Avada Kedavra? I mean, I think that if that's what you're making your safe word, then you're playing with fire. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know what my safe word would be. Probably Bowtruckle. Great word. <laughs> Such right. a good word. Excellent. I like how I was like, I don't know, and then very quickly yeah. had one. Um, but yeah, so safe words, Quaffle. 
says this thing. He suspected she trimmed her pubic hair. That's fine. So we're talking about the pubic hair thing. Um, but yeah, and so the spanking thing, she comes a lot and then she's like, show me your dick. Pretty explicitly, like, that, that's paraphrasing a little bit, but it's like, I, w- I want to see she's, your dick or she's something. She's not like, ooh, show me your <laughs> magic wand. <laughs> Slither into my chamber of secrets. Oh, <laughs> no. She's like, get your dick out. <laughs> okay. And he does. And then she's like, and he's like, oh, you know, this might help me get the job because he is very well endowed. And there's this whole thing where he's, like, semi-hard. He's not fully hard. And then she, like, starts playing. And then he gets hard. And then she's like, holy fuck, this dude is hung. Right. And um, starts giving him head. And then he comes. Yeah. And then she says, well, she doesn't say. The the narrator says, semen wasn't at the top of her favorite flavors list. (laughs) That's certainly a flavor (laughs) of Bernie Bots every flavor (laughs) being. But he certainly wasn't as unpleasant as some she'd had. <laughs> Fucking Ron. <laughs> Definitely Ron! He's eating you know she tastes like asparagus. Ew. <laughs> you fucking know it. Anyway, so that's all of that. Then he says this thing later on where he's like, you know, we'll work out what's, what's best. If there's something you need that I cannot provide you, I can introduce you to someone who might fit you better. No hard feelings. Oh. Fucking there for it. Very accommodating. Like, they're in this, like, poly... BDSM relationship where it's all about consent love and respect and he's dressed like a pirate what she's wait, dressed, wait this is the masquerade okay. he's dressed like a pirate <laughs> she's dressed like Marie Antoinette it's all just like very sexy because wizardry isn't kinky and no. interesting enough Ginny is a superhero Luna is a butterfly it's oh. all it's all like going on anyway and then they go into like sexy messaging before they discover that that they know each other. I only just got up to the part where they had, like, worked oh. out. And you know I'm going home to read the rest I of it. I really want to know what happens when they find out. It's a long form, so it goes on for a while, but it's... Um, Are they going to hate fuck each other? Well, no, they find out and he's like, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work. Because they go to the leaky cauldron to have sex upstairs. It's like, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work. And then she, like, grabs him and is like, why not? Like... I think we can do this. Like, I really loved our time together. Tell me you didn't love our time together. And he's all like, oh, my God, you're the best lay I ever had. And even though they didn't, like, have intercourse. And so they're just, like, they're working it out. And they're going to get together. And then there's, like, another eight chapters. I mean, that's surely going to, like, put some strain on the Hermione-Harry friendship. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah, definitely. But um, she... So at some point she's like, give me an, give me an assignment because I can't wait to see you. This is before they know who each other are. So he's like, of course she is. So he's like, cause, cause he, he puts her underwear back on at the masquerade and then essentially gives her a wedgie, Okay. but it's sexy. Yeah. Okay. Which, sure. <laughs> okay. Yes. I mean like, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Right, no, yeah, no, like sure. he, yeah. He just like pulls a penny, penny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Gross. Undies up really high. And yeah. So then he's like, do that to you, to yourself, and then just, like, touch yourself, and then, but don't take the underwear off, and then smell your own underwear, and then if you're feeling dangerous, like, taste it, and tell me what it smells and tastes like. Okay, yeah, that's hot. Yeah, I'm not into it, but... (laughs) But, like, I, I get it, but I'm like, no, not for me. <laughs> and then the best line that I read, the best line, is that she does that. She writes it. She's like, I've got to tell you. She like, writes this by Al. Yeah, she <laughs> says it by Al. The suspense. 
And she's like, I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you. And she goes, she's like, I, I licked my underwear and it just tasted like cotton. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, so she licks her fingers. It's this whole thing about erotica where people are constantly just like licking their fingers of juices, which sure. Okay, fine. I get it. It seems like a thing. And she says, on my fingers, I taste like musky, sweetened chicken. <laughs> Sorry, what? Full stop. Or scallops. <laughs> it's no. too real. Also, like, of all what? the magical food, <laughs> what is musky sweetened chicken? What is it? I never want to. Okay, all right. I'm gonna let it go. Did you ever say musky sweetened chicken? Imagine if someone like gave you head and then was like, mm, "You taste like musky sweetened chicken." I have a story for you, but I'm not gonna share it on pod. <laughs> oh no! I'll share it with you later. Oh no! Um, ah no, I don't. I think though, what should happen though? We should definitely trial that on some online dating apps, mm. um, with some sexy talk, <laughs> or even just put it in your bio. Be like. My vagina tastes like musky sweetened chicken. Yeah, and just see what happens. See, see where it goes. Wild. Amazing. Did you... Any other standout ones? Or are you are you happy with that representation of the I'm Harry Potter I'm happy fan? with that representation. We got Squid. We got... We got... Sidon. Drapple. I'm going to go and read the Squid one. Yeah. We got Drapple. We got... We got Hermione and Snape. We had there was a there was quite a nice one that was like Luna, Hermione, Ginny, who all went to Beltane. Yeah, but it just it just it didn't. It was just nice. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm glad they're having a good time. Yeah, no, because you know they time. they they get kind of fucked around by idiots in the book. So yeah, but it made me think. Like I, I read this article that was like, why are we afraid of fan fiction? Essentially, of like. Oh. Which leads back to kind of what we've been saying the entire time was that it's a domain of women, yeah, and gender queer people, and like you know we've had it since the novel, and when people were like novels are trash, you know women are destroying their livelihoods by reading these novels, yeah. and essentially we're facing the exact same thing about fan fiction, yeah, particularly smutty fan fiction. It's always presented as like poorly written, which is not true. And I mean, can be true, yeah, but it's not always true. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, poorly written by just these like kind of weird, horny teenagers. <laughs> and it's like the, the article finished with this idea of like teenage girls have always terrified us. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? And that's, that's where it lies yeah. in that this is a, this is by teenage girls and written by and for teenage girls. And it's so enlightened yeah. that for teenage people to be writing this stuff is kind of crazy that, that they're even in this space to be talking about. Like, it's honestly, like, I've read some of Fifty Shades of Grey and this one with Hermione and Snape showed me a much better and healthier yeah, BDSM relationship. I think it's a shame that Fifty Shades of Grey got the the airtime that it that it did really mm. i don't think it's a good uh, representation of what there is out there i think that's a shame yeah i think it's it's also like it's good for people to have the spaces to not only like 
explore this through their writing but also to read things that are about consent and are about these these things obviously i think there's there are versions that don't have that as much and that are probably highly problematic surely but as someone who trawled (laughs) some of the sites for some time um the worst thing i had to say about a lot of it was just that that some of them were poorly written yeah. You know, it wasn't it was And wasn't, I've read plenty of published books that are poorly written. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't that it was it was particularly problematic. It was either oof, that was a lot. Like <laughs> uh, you don't often read about someone inserting an apple core up their anus. Or it was that, you know, I just didn't really like their style, which is which is fine as well. Like it's it's just a it's an interesting kind of space that is unyet unpoliced yeah and you know slightly we were talking a bit before about the copyright issues that can come from it and it's um yeah i think jk rowling kind of sent a bunch of letters asking one of the fanfic sites to remove any of the fanfic that included smart essentially that included the erotica because children could stumble upon it and and read it and that that was essentially Better than stumble across that than one of her awful tweets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That is that is very true. She probably doesn't see it that way. Probably but, not. Uh, <laughs> well, I feel like I've I've learned a fair bit about fan fiction. Um, I'm intrigued. Um, I'm definitely going to Google Buffy fan fiction later. Yeah, and also the squid one for sure. <laughs> so thank you for sharing with no me. Worries. It was a learning journey. <laughs> I really enjoyed. Reading some of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair.